Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. <sighs> Mostly? Um, before we get started, same old spiel, you know it already. Go to all of our, uh, wherever you find us, follow, like, subscribe, maybe comment, maybe rate us, you know, Anything. whatever you want to do. Um, we, we love you. Yeah, we really do. Uh, we make this for you. We do. And uh, so, I mean, we make it to kind of break up the monotony of life sometimes, too. Sometimes but, you, you know. need to break up your 9 to 5 monotony, yeah. But we like doing this, and we like pr- providing entertainment. So if you like us, too, feel free to, you know, shout us out. You know, give a like, comment, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Um, okay, done with the spiel. Okay. So, uh, tonight we watched a movie. This is the end of 83. This is the end of 83. This is also, I would, probably the most, at this point, well-known movie we've had. I think so, because, I mean, we did Manos, which a lot of people have heard about, but a lot of people haven't watched. Um, But that was, like, our first episode. We've come a long way. We have come a very long way. So, I would say, yeah, this is, like, our most, like, a lot of people know about this movie. A lot of people love this movie for good reason um but this is definitely like it's a good movie like it, it really is like i mean we've both seen it obviously but we we've both to, seen it before we wanted to end um 83 with like a really good uh movie um a, a, a we a great like campy b movie well in that way like if people don't know about it they can go watch it because yeah I, if you... I would recommend this oh if you don't know about this movie <laughs> um so um, I... first things first the film for the final film of the year is sleepaway camp yes now i i will say this right now because we are we do get into spoilers if you for the love of fucking christ if you listen to this podcast please watch this movie before you listen to us spoil it yes please go watch it um and just like kind of enjoy it for yourself because please uh the ending is just so you have to see like i don't know like the last like 15 minutes of the movie is just so insane you have to like watch it for yourself you have to see this because you have to see this there's like, i don't care you if you are into this. slashers especially like 80s slashers oh this hits so many sweet spots yeah go watch this like uh, uh, there's honestly there's not like a lot of deaths but the deaths that are in here are effective as hell they're so it's good. effective i like there's a constant mystery I like the plot, like, but my God, you you have to see where this fucking goes. Yeah. You just have to see this. So go watch Sleepaway Camp. Um, if you have a Shout Factory, like, subscription, it might be free on Shout Factory's website, too. I know they have a lot of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched it because I have, like, a subscription to Shout Factory on Prime. It's one of my channels. Shout out. Um, but if you don't have a subscription, I mean, you could easily but you rent could, it. I mean, I'm you sure. can rent it or get it by other means that we won't talk about on the podcast. <laughs> and it looks fucking beautiful. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's really good. It's a really good rip. Shout Factory did a really good job. This is a fantastic um, remaster. Like this movie, it looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know. And obviously they did it, they did it because of the demand. So this, that's why. people love this movie. People do love this movie. And I love this movie too. People like, there's psychopaths like us who watch this and we are in, we are smiling for the whole 85 minutes and it's beautiful. 
Well, I, I also like this because it's one of those like slasher movies that makes me feel un- uncomfortable at the end. Oh, honey, like, you know it just it gets it gets that okay. like that so, tingles in the back of your spine. Um, I'm just gonna say right now, if you haven't watched this movie, please um tr- turn off the podcast right now because I'm gonna start talking. Oh, we're gonna go um, right into it okay. because he, right, because right. I agree with you. The ending of this is up there with like Blair Witch Project in terms of like it just gives you that fucking like indescribable like fear right it's like I, I heard i actually saw this on a it was on a youtube comment it was actually a, a, someone uploaded the ending to this on youtube and one person commented that the reason it's so disturbing is because every element of the ending is so wrong that like your brain can't process it and that scares you yeah and that's that is how I feel every time I watch this ending. It's so off and well, wrong and weird. Well, every time I watch it, it's always like there's a certain point, and I mean, we'll get to that point. There's a certain point where I start feeling very uncomfortable. Yes. It's when the counselor finds the sleeping bags. Yes. And then from that point on, I'm just like so uncomfortable. And then the end of the movie is just like the fucking biggest when, mic drop. When I've you ever. see the flashback with well, that fantastic fucking like. 360 shot well it's like this weird like ethereal like yeah like her like because you can see her breath and everything and it's like it's, all it's, it's all crazy. like bathed in blue it's it looks so wrong but like once you get the reveal you're just sitting there like your body like it, it, it like makes your body recoil yeah it's so wrong yeah because it's just it's like your brain can't comprehend what the fuck you're watching. That's why it's so fucking deranged. Well, no, when I first watched it, and even watching it now, like it's still, even after you've seen it, it's still disturbing. It still gave me the he- the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it, I'm not gonna lie. No, it's like, like I don't get scared watching horror movies, but the ending to this does give me the chills. Yeah, it's unsettling. It's it really genuinely is. like some deranged fucking. So here's what's funny: the guy who made this movie, um. After he made this, he he never made another movie again, which is like insane to me. He became a fucking lawyer. Like it's just like fucking nuts to me. That is insane. Like, how do you go from making this to becoming? Apparently, a lawyer? he didn't know. I, I read this. Apparently, he didn't know that this movie had such a big following until like almost two decades later, when someone, when they were like releasing it on DVD, and they wanted him to do a commentary. At that point, he had no idea that like so many people love this movie. Yeah. It and has it's a huge like, following, and for good reason. For good reason, because it's like, it's such a quintessential, like, 80s slasher. Yeah. But the bonus of the insane ending. Well, yeah, it, like, subverts all your expectations. Cause, because like, it's like, like, I love slashers, but, like, and, like, for 95% of this movie, it is a very fun slasher, and I love it. But then you get to that ending, and it just fucking sends it, like... Yeah over the top and you're just like what the fuck <laughs> and i mean if you know you know obviously but so we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into it um yeah this is gonna be like most of the stuff we like just kind of a rambler we'll yeah. kind of explain basic plot details but honestly if you're coming here <laughs> listening to us review sleep we can't you probably know what's going chances on chances are if you've listened if you're like into this scene i would certainly hope you've seen this movie but if you haven't, yeah. um, and you're still listening, then you should have listened to me and turned off the fucking podcast. Or if you have watched it and are coming back, you know, welcome. Welcome. Let's, let's I hope you love this movie you. as much as we do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I really love... The opening? The opening. I just love the... 
it's like the perfect like foreshadowing with like zero context well i just love it's such a good like mood well it's it's like it's you get you get exactly what you know is going to happen through the movie with like no like no dialogue whatsoever it's just this like awesome like 360 shot of like this lake and then and then it goes and like you see all the like cabins and each time it like it moves past something you see like these like disembodied you hear these like disembodied voices right but it's just like of like what a normal camp day would sound like but it's just like it just kind of it it puts you in the mood because it's it's just kind of because it's all empty and then like as it like keeps cutting and going to a different like 360 you see like benches are turned over or like a door will be off its hinges Mm -hmm. or you know something will be wrong in every single shot except for like the first few because the first few it's just a lake it's just the lake it's beautiful it's serene uh everything's fine and then it goes into like the cat the actual um like the camp. camp um and like everything's in disarray but it's like very subtle like it's not like you can tell things are in disarray, but it's not like so much so that you're like horrified yet. Yeah, because it's just like you know, tables tipped over or yeah. something like you know something's a little like, off, like a picnic table in the middle of the basketball court that's tipped over. You know something's wrong, mm. but you're and you just get not the very sure the, the very last thing is where uh, you see like a, a warning sign from like the sheriff. Yeah, and then you see this the the camp is for sale. Uh, yeah, Camp Kerouac. Arawak. Arawak. Yeah. Sorry. Um. um so. That is like all foreshadowing because now we get an actual scene where all the kids are coming to camp. Mm. Well, now first, the oh, first sorry, scene. I'm sorry. It's yeah. It's, it is the bamboozle. <laughs> You're right. It, they bamboozle you. I can't believe I because they do. This is very important. Actually, it's a. It's, it's like a voiceover about how. Um, it's it's the girl's voiceover and she's talking about how they used to go swimming with the dad right yeah so here's and, what's, here's what's like okay so here's what's interesting and I, I i'm i might i must be stupid i must just be stupid as hell because the first time i watched this i apparently completely missed that they had um two um same-sex parents yeah in the beginning i, I i'm apparently a total fucking moron because somehow i missed when I first watched this, that was... Well, thing. I think also, you know, because it was the 80s, they called him, like, uncle. Yes. Like, it wasn't... He wasn't, like... But you get the flashback later. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know... I mean, you know... It's not, like, blatant, but for a movie from this era, it is surprising. Right. Well, no, it is. And, I, you know, you get the fact that they're supposed to be together. Yes. But they call him uncle. Yeah. So maybe that's where the disconnect came from. Because it's like... It's but. like... Because um, it's, it's a guy with his two kids on a boat. Mm-hmm. And then you see his partner, what they call the uncle. He's yeah. like on shore, and there's a there's a woman jet skiing. Well, and <laughs> and, and and like two like people, you know, driving the boat, arguing. And uh, the one on the jet ski is very scared, scared, and doesn't want to do it anymore. But you get the idea that like literally the people in the boat cannot hear her. Yeah, because they're fucking because of around. How fucking loud and, it is! Yeah. yeah. They're fucking around and they don't hear her. Mm. So, you know, it, it's setting up things. You know how good movies should do. Oh, what? What? 
Because without any anybody like dumping exposition, we just get the fact that like literally these kids in the boat cannot hear the one jet skiing. You is, it, is it is so wild to watch movies that like I don't know? Don't. Can you imagine in a new movie they'd be like they'd be like, oh man, it's such a shame we can't hear her back there. I can't believe we can't hear her. We should do something about that. No, it's fine. What is the worst that can happen? You know, like they they do some shit like that. Yeah, it's just like hold your hand through it. I know they have to hold your hand, but it's just like no, it's just like two dumb like camp teenagers. Yeah, and that's it. That's that's all you need. That's all you need. Well, and it's great. Well, and then so the guy, the dad is laying down, and the two kids are like fighting, and he tells them to stop fighting, and they and he gets up and they starts like looking over the lake, and they push him into the water. They push him, and it knocks over the whole boat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just playing with them in the water because they're going to about to go back on shore mm. because his partner wants him to go back because someone's coming. I don't remember who. But. Yeah, they have to meet somebody. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> so these stupid kids are switching positions. So the, the girl wants to drive the boat. She's driving. She's, she's driving, not watching where she's going. And the guy finally sees the two kids and the dad and is like, turn the wheel. You got to turn the wheel. And like the the one jet skiing is like screaming and Mm -hmm. trying to like tell them and he's like just give me the wheel and he like accidentally like trips over her and like hits hits the gear accelerates it essentially so he he accelerates the boat and it like flies over the um the dad's head and 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 it doesn't well because the dad's trying to get them out of the way yeah but basically you see it hits the dad and the boat and then like the woman on jet skis she's screaming the so-called uncle on the shore is like horrified and you see like the dad's body and it give and it kind of implies that like one of the kids died well because the shredded vest comes yes, up but they don't tell you which one well and it it's just so insane because like i love the kid and i love the acting by the kid in the water because you can tell it's just like shock she's just horrified yeah because she's like you have to get them out of the water like you have to help them you yeah. have to get them out of the water like she keeps just saying and it's just like yeah you see like the, the dead the dead body of the dad and like the the life vest come up and you just hear her like screaming in the distance it's great but then it's like the next scene and it's the scene is so great watching it like on a rewatch because like it says it, it fast forwards eight years and it's a kid and his cousin now. Yes. They are going to camp, Camp Arawak. And it's there, and it's this um, person's, it's this girl's um, aunt. And she, for lack of a better word, is very strange. Yeah, she, it never really explains why, but you you get this idea that she's, something is wrong she's like, a bit out there she's very forgetful the way she talks and like i don't know it's just, it's just funny because like once you know what's coming like this whole scene is almost like very it's very uncomfortable to watch well she's very like disturbed which yeah. is interesting that they kind of juxtapose that because i'm sure in the 80s like showing like a gay relationship and then showing that he potentially had relations with this woman yeah like it's kind of a weird juxtaposition well the thing is like i I don't even think it's that because like it's like i just wonder if they were trying to like do i don't know if they were like trying to portray something i think it's more that um the implication i get is because he has like a partner but this is obviously 83 this is long before 
Well, I'm not saying there's like, anything wrong with his like relationship. But I'm wondering if 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 like she went crazy, which is why he like maybe mm. took the kids and like. Oh no! So I don't I don't think it's her kid. That's the thing. Okay. I don't think that's okay. the case at all. I literally think what happens is some fucking thing in her head. But um, I don't think it's her kid at all. Um, I just because obviously people people would ask like, well, why didn't the uncle take the kid? Because it's 1983, and because there's no such thing as right. joint same sex like like L- LGBTQ plus IA yeah. plus like rights couples are, are, and yeah. rights are don't exist. No, don't so exist they of the course moment, the moment. give the girl to the next whoever. Okay, that makes more sense. I just didn't know if they were going for something like that. No, I, I um, think it's just that. Um, maybe I was reading too much into it's that. It's just, but. I mean, hey, look. Um, I, like I said, I'm still kind of like baffled that I apparently watched this movie the first time and I didn't even pick up on the fact that there's a, a gay couple in it. Um, but hey, you know what? Good for them, honestly. Well, and not like one of those like in the '80s movies, you always see these like weird gay couples, right? Like sometimes they're, they're always like these like you know, or like the 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 gay like friend yeah. or something like that. That's like. The stereotypical the gay friend. I like how they don't do really do that yeah. in this movie. Well, it's uh, let's just say um, the uh, the ch- the change was uh, coming. Yeah, because you, like movies like you'll get movies like this, and um, I can tell you that uh, I mean one of my one of the most insane horror sequels of all time, Nightmare on Elm Street Two, is very uh, <laughs> very gay. If yeah. anyone's seen it, and it's also very like matter of fact about it in the best way possible i love it no it's it's great but it's definitely like it's i mean you can tell like filmmakers are more willing to kind of put that in there and not even like really say anything i don't know maybe that's why i didn't notice it because it was like so casual but then watching it now it's like i immediately was like oh it's a gay couple okay yeah um so anyway they're sent off to camp Mm -hmm. and then we get like all these kids running into Camp Arawak, and then we get these weird ass like chefs, like they're specifically they're, one. They're like the cafeteria, yeah. like m- crew, and one of them is like just oogling the. He's the like, "Oh, kids. look at all that! Look at all that young chicken." Yeah, he says something about like like I could eat him up or something. No, he says something. Oh, I can't fucking remember the line, but he says something about like them not having any like hair. As in, you know, pubic hair. He makes it's a so sort of creepy. Sort of weird comment. It's so creepy. I hate. Ugh. Of course, once you watch, well, once you've seen the movie once, you already know what's coming. But yeah, it's like it immediately, immediately sets him up as a fucking sleaze bag. But yeah, it's all these people, all these kids get to camp. Yep, and it's like you get the idea that the camp is like kind of mixed age. Like there's like oh yeah, there's, there's teenagers, young, yeah, there's teenagers. middle aged, there's uh, elementary school. It's like a camp for all ages, yeah. basically. And I'm sure I mentioned the name of the girl is Angela, and her cousin is Ricky. Um, yes. But she does not. So far, she never talks. Yeah, she's like non-communicative because they even get a scene where she's in. They get like their bunks assigned and everything, and then she's in the one of the bunks and is just staring at Ricky's old flame. Yeah. And, well, even uh, like early on, like when they um. When they're coming into the camp, like she meets um, this kid who becomes kind of like a, almost like a love interest, 
and even like talking to him like yeah she just has this like blank yeah i swear to god i swear to god when they like fucking a million yard stare no i swear when they when they like auditioned this movie they must have just like <laughs> been like okay give us your best like thousand yard stare just zone the fuck out and uh just stare just we'll see. and we'll we'll and you'll get it um because yeah it's she just has this like blank stare and the implication of course is that you know she was so traumatized and horrified from the events right. of watching her fucking dad get fucking boat run over him that she just withdrew completely which again there's no exposition of that no but but you that know would, that would fuck someone up but in your head you knew yeah you don't need someone to be like to come on screen and tell you oh blah 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 you just know mm-hmm. but exactly. yeah she they, they put her in the like bu- the cabin with like the other girls the old flame and it's like there's this immediate like antagonism going on well yeah they like almost instantly do they start picking like her. on her yeah a lot of this like a lot of this movie i mean a lot of it you could say deals with like bullying and shit but yeah they're they're immediately rude to her it's then it's like they're they're eating um they're in the cafeteria they're eating yeah and then you see like the chefs they're getting ready for dinner mm-hmm. and they're putting this like they're boiling this gigantic pot of water and they're about to throw corn a bunch yeah. of corn into it and um so and then it's um it's 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 in like the cafeteria and then it's in ever all the kids are eating except angela angela won't eat so one of the counselors says like hey let's take a walk maybe we can go into the kitchen and we'll get, get you something some, you like yeah get you something you actually like so not knowing he sets her up with the larger the uh, fucking chef fucking sleaze bag yeah because he's like a um, monster well, there's, like, because he, like, takes her there, you know, he introduces her to the chef, and it all seems kind of innocent, and then, you know, he, he gets a phone call, so that counselor has to, like, walk away, and the chef's like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll show her around. Well, let's go into the walk-in closet. He takes her to the walk-in closet, and immediately corners her, starts, like, fucking undoing his belt, and then, you know, her cousin comes in, he threatens the cousin and all this shit, they all run out, and... He, he goes back to, like, cooking. So he, like, looks at the pot, and he's like, he needs salt, so... Because he has to stand on a chair to, like, look over the Yeah, there's, pot. like, there's like another chef there, and um, he ends up leaving and giving him a chair to stand up on. So the, the tubby demon chef goes into <laughs> the fucking... Into the walk-in closet to get more salt, and... Uh, <laughs> there, um, there was a box... It said tubby on it. Well, yeah, that's why I say tubby. I just wonder what that was. <laughs> um, so he's like putting salt in, and like um, you see two hands, and they like kind of shove him. They shove him, so he's like, he's like, tiptoeing. He's like, hey, careful! Don't you know I could die here? He's like tiptoeing right over this fucking human-sized pot of boiling water, and then you see like, he's like, come on, help me down, and then you see a hand reach and uh, grab the chair. And, like, starts pulling it, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? You see hey. other hand grab the chair, too, and it pulls it. He falls over. The giant tub of boil, like, boiling, scalding hot water dumps all over him. And you just see, like, you see a shot of, like, his hands. They're all fucked up. The other chef runs in, and you see the guy's face, and, like... There's boils all over it that are, like, really, pulsating. Really good fucking good makeup. makeup work. Yeah, really um, good makeup work here. 
like lots of fucking detail because yeah like there's like boils on his face that are pulsating like it's all red and fucked up you know ambulance shows up takes him away the fucking like boss or whatever the fuck the camp counselor like the The main guy is is like okay um so fucking schlubby just get him out of here and don't tell anybody he's like we don't want to cause a panic he like immediately like you know the the other chef he's like hey um basically tells him hey you're the head chef now like you'll get like 30 more dollars a week or whatever like, and they all agree and they don't, all kind don't of like, say a word they kind of brush it under the yeah. rug they all brush it off no big yep. deal so um next is we get um is this where like the one kid starts like kind of like putting the moves on angela where we get a so we get um i mean that's the next big one but we do get a scene where they're all playing like baseball oh right yeah against like it's like the older kids i guess i think um they they all play baseball we kind of get an idea with this scene they're just kind of getting the idea that like the older kids are really mean to like the the littler kids but then they also bring in some littler kids into the mean fold i guess well we we also get two um two great lines one of them says oh fuck him he sucks like dead dog dick or something and then the person tells him, eat shit and die. He's like, no, eat shit and live. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking... It's... <laughs> oh, my God. But we get that. Um, then it's it's like a... It's like a dance, kind of, almost. So is the volleyball scene later, or is that... It's later. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's like a... Oh, no, not it. It's like a social event. Um, everyone's hanging out, and, of course... You get Angela. She's just sitting alone, um, not talking. And it's like these two like older kids and the three older kids, and they're like joking, like, "Go ask her out." Like, yeah, are you chicken? Blah blah blah. And well, so they go and try and ask her out, and like, she's not saying. Anything. Angela's of course not saying anything, and, and they, they just start... immediately start picking on her. Yeah. Like, why are you so fucked up? Like, what's wrong with you? What happened? Blah blah blah. Um, and then you know, her cousin comes in, sees it. They try to fight. There's like a scuffle. Everyone gets broken up, and then this, this, and then the kid who's kind of like, he he likes her. He starts talking to her. He starts, you know, telling her like funny stories, and you see her like kind of. Well, and he okay, so him and Ricky are like pretty close friends, and they're good friends, yeah. Um, Ricky's told him what has happened to. Yeah, Angela and he tells her like, why. hey, um, Ricky told me, you know, I'm sorry you had to see that happen to you. Yeah, like your dad kind of is more sympathetic yeah. to her and everything, and so she starts talking to him. Yeah, and she, um, for the first time in the movie, actually like kind of drops the thousand yard stare, so to speak. Yeah, and actually tells and actually talks to him. Um, but in the meantime, the older kids are all going skinny dipping or whatever, and they're all like going out in the water. They're all going out and canoeing, and like the one of them who was like picking on her is with this girl and he like tips over this canoe and then she swims back to shore and he stays underneath the canoe he stays underneath the canoe and just starts fucking around and um he's just like fucking around like singing songs and then you see someone's head like come up and he's like oh you it's you what are you doing and then here? you see her uh, well you see like a hand you see a hand take him and like yeah. shove him underwater and then everyone's leaving and they're all just like wondering where the hell he is and they're just like whatever he'll get back whenever he wants to so next day some guy's like fucking cleaning all the shit up i love this scene because like 
all, all the dickhead kids like threw all the fucking all like, the chairs yard, in the water like the yeah. lawn uh chairs and everything in the water and he's like clean it the fuck up why did you go fucking clean it the fuck up you he's can all get pissed. your fat ass and clean this shit up too he's like, all fucking pissed and everything <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he fucking takes like the, the canoe and tips it over and it's the it's the dead body and er- earlier I do love this scene because he was also mentioning water snakes, water snakes, and like how he was teasing the girl because there's water snakes in the at night, yeah, snapping turtles, and uh, it's funny because when he tips him over, he has like bite marks and everything all over him, and then like a water snake actually crawls, you see it crawl out of his mouth, crawls yeah. out of his mouth. Again, great effects. Um, and then in the meantime, the th- there's like this one girl. I don't remember her name, but she's like. Well, there's Meg, and then I can't remember the flame, the old flame. Yeah, but she's like super mean towards Angela, and. Well, because they're playing volleyball. Angela's not playing. Yeah, Angela's not playing. She's just watching. And then the kid comes Mm -hmm. over, like her new. Yeah. Like the. Tells her, like, hey, you want to. Like, they're having like a movie night tonight. Do you want to watch a movie together? And she's like, "Yeah." yeah. Of course. And so the girl gets pissed, and like and she's like, oh, "Don't you have somewhere to be? Why are you talking to boys? Like all this kind of shit." Start picking on her again. Well, and then Meg's like, "Well, like if you're gonna talk to boys, you if you're not gonna participate, you can just sit there and do nothing. You yeah, don't like have, you don't you don't, don't get socialize to talk to boys, nothing. Don't yeah. don't do anything. Just super fucking mean. It's great. Super um, fucking rude. Then they they finish playing volleyball. There's a. I I know there's a scene where. Well, doesn't it? I'm trying to think because I know there's a part where they're all at like the, the lake, and everyone kind of starts asking why the fuck Angela doesn't never swim, or anything like that, because like the kid comes over and talks to her for a little bit. I thought he, that was he, after the social. No, because he does like a he's he does that thing where he comes up behind her and it's like guess who and like blah blah. blah. Well, I thought that was after they like have that little kiss after the movie. Maybe, maybe. Because well, well, it's not a very important scene, but they. They do go to the movie, and then he like he walks her to her he cabin. Walks her to her cabin, but like walks her around and gives her a kiss. Gives her a kiss. They kiss again, and then you know they go their separate ways. It's yeah. kind of a throwaway scene, but we can also do the. Well, it's like it, it. He kisses her, but it's obvious that she's like not. She's apprehensive. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, we'll get there. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, we know why. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then um, they're at like a lake. Everyone's swimming except Angela. He talks to her for a little bit, like sweet talks her, and then everyone's like, "Where the hell is your problem? Why are you afraid of swimming? All this kind of shit." Because um, I know at some point after this, there's also a scene where they're all in like the cabin, and everyone's like picking on her because she never takes showers with them. Right. She always showers alone, and the main the main bitch is like just like what's the fucking problem like do you have you not gone through puberty all this shit she says <laughs> what the fuck was the line she's like she's a real carpenter's dream flat as a board and in need of a screw <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is great because well, she keeps teasing her about like not maybe she hasn't gone through puberty yet yeah like what like what are you hiding like what's the problem yeah which, just all this fucked up shit you know where this is going um and then there's a there's a scene where there's all these kids like having a it's like the older kids having like a fucking water balloon fight or whatever and then Angela's like walking around the camp and one of them throws a water balloon right at her and like knocks her over 
Yeah. You know, Ricky sees it, yells at them, the fucking douchey camp counselor main guy. Oh, after after they found the body, um, yeah. he's, like, very dismissive. Um, the fucking kid who drowned, he's, like, very dismissive about it. He's like, oh, you drowned, it's no big deal. You don't have to, like, yeah. it's fine, just, just fine. But, you know, the cop is like, okay, well, we still need to do, like, an autopsy to see, like, maybe there's something more. Well, you also get this a weird idea that, like, the head of the camp, like, the owner of the camp, does not like Ricky for some reason. Yeah, he's very, he's um... very, very, very rude to him because Ricky tries to defend Angela. Mm. And, like, the the owner comes up and, you know, scalds all the children for throwing water balloons. But then also scalds Ricky for defending yeah. Angela because he used curse words. Yeah. And it's like, I need to see you in, like, you know... And we get a, and then like they're all like you know they all go away, um, and then you see the the kid who threw the fucking water balloon at Angela. He's like he's going back to their cabin and he tells them he has to before they go out he has to take a wicked dump. <laughs> oh, we should mention because this is how the knife comes into play. Yeah, there's a foreshadowing scene because Ricky's teasing this one. Um, they call him what Michelangelo or Romeo? Mozart. Mozart. Yeah. So they're teasing him, and because um, they make him like put whipped cream, like shaving cream, a classic over, shaving cream all over his face by tickling his face and putting whipped cream, like shaving cream in his hand, and he like gets mad and pulls out a knife mm-hmm. and like starts you know threatening ch- them, chasing them around with it, and then the camp counselor comes in and hides it. Yeah. So we know there's a knife in play. We know there's a. Uh, it's out there, but yeah, we um we see the the idiot who threw the fucking water balloon at Angela. He goes to take a wicked dump and he's, you know, taking a shit, reading a magazine and we see someone come in and they um, put like a like a long stick on the bathroom doors so that he can't open them. And then we see the knife. You see the knife come up and like tear the the screen. The screen in the bathroom. He's like, what, what's going on? One of you, is one of you fucking around? Like, what's the deal? And it like cuts another hole. And then it's so insane because this is, this is I, some some fucking madman came up with this. Like you see a stick with a fucking beehive with a beehive in, on it. Like some fucking it, lunatic came and up with this. Shaking, he's like, "Hey, hey, come on! This isn't funny. Let this me out!" Funny. And he like tries to like get out of the stall, but the stick is there, and the fucking beehive falls down into the stall, and uh, he like finally breaks free and like like. You just hear the body fall down. Yeah, he, like, slumps down, <clears throat> and you think he maybe he got out, but, like, then you see his hand, and it's all covered in, like, a bunch of sores. Yeah, and, and there's, like, it, bees crawling out of him. It, like, slowly pans up to his face, and, and it's, it's just covered yeah. in bees. Yeah, and we get a scene, like, where it's the main camp guy, and he's talking about the camp counselors, and this is where he starts getting, like, fucking, like, he's like, I know it's him. I know it's him. Like, he's... He's I don't know how me. he jumped to this conclusion. He's but just fucking. I still it. don't. I don't. I still don't understand how he jumped to the, the he's conclusion. He's fucking that insane. He is fucking mental. And he's but yeah, he's just fucking going. Ins- he's just like it's him. He's out to ruin me. Like all this shit. Like we can't. He's gonna make me close down. We'll never get people again. Like all this shit. When he's like super defeated too, he's like, yeah. I'm never gonna run this camp again. They're gonna cl- like no one's gonna send their kids here anymore and all this kind of shit. <laughs> God. <laughs> fucking movie we get a fucking scene where um angela and her and then the kid who's like you know hot for her or whatever they 
they go out to like the lake and they're like running around and they start kissing and it's very like you know fun and they keep kissing and then she's like laying down and he starts like kind of like like going for her shirt to take her shirt off and she and she just she gets uncomfortable she's uncomfortable he's like kissing her and we get a flashback we see the two kids they're like watching their um part like their dad and his partner be intimate well they're like embracing it they're not like having sex they're just embracing each other which again it's like baffling that i fucking watched this movie and somehow the first time i watched i didn't fucking know there's a gay couple in it even though there's a scene with two men in bed well, they're, like, just embracing each other in bed, and, like, the two kids are just, like, kind of giggling yeah. about it. But then, and you get this fucking insane, and I don't even know what the fuck they're implying with this. Whatever it is, it does not make me feel comfortable. Because it's, like, the two kids in bed, and the boy is, like, completely naked, and he's, like, he's, like, pointing a finger at the girl, and it's, like, getting closer and closer, and it keeps doing this, like, fucking weird, like... 360 spinning effect. I don't even know what the fuck they're implying with that. I don't even yeah, want it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to tread there. But um, it's one of those scenes so. that, like, you see it, it just makes you, like, uncomfortable. And the scene's going, and then, like, Angela freaks out and is like, no, I can't do it. I can't do this. Runs away. So she runs away, and the guy gets kind of, like, upset. So, um, is the next scene the one where they her in the lake i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it is yeah Yeah, it's uh it's not the capture the flag one yet no it's um but yeah they uh they it's they're at the lake again um it's just angela alone she's not swimming again and again main bitch walks over starts picking on her and then meg who's like she's she's like almost like she's kind of a camp counselor too but she's definitely like bitchy too she also comes over and starts picking on her, and then they pick her up, and they start taking her to dunk her in the lake, Ricky, while Ricky is trying to, like, help her, but well, the fucking... The fucking camp owner, like, grabs Ricky and is like, I know it was you! I, I know, know you did this! I, I know you tried to do this! Like, it's all weird to him. He's like, what the hell? What the fuck are you talking about? Like... And they throw her in the water. And the muscle guy comes over yeah. and is like, what the fuck are you doing with Ricky? Yeah. Like, and Ricky runs to help her. But they, st- but they throw her in the water, and she just, you know, she they throw her in there, and it's like, it's funny, because the first time you watch this, um, you're probably thinking, oh, she's probably scared of the water because, you know, of what happened, her trauma, so to speak. Yeah. Which, yes, but also, no, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, they take her out of the water, she just looks completely fucking defeated, um, after this, this is when you see, they, they, they do, like, the capture the flag game, and they, uh, <laughs> um, she's, like, Angela's not really playing, but she's, like, walking through the woods, and her cousin is like, hey, I got an idea. Um, like, we'll flank him, you go out, and I'll... We'll sneak around through the woods, yeah. and I'll grab the flag, and as they sneak around, like, and the, the whole time, one of the things that starts happening is the main, like, bitchy girl she's almost like jealous that this kid is like fixated on angela so she starts trying to like get him to go like, for her why do you go for her like i'm so much like hotter and all this yeah. shit um and then she I, I guess she's like telling him like 
I know, like, I know she denied you, like, all this kind of shit. And they walk through the woods, and Angela sees her kissing the kid. Well, so does Ricky. Yes, they all see it. And, you know, Angela walks away all upset. Um, Because I know... I know there's a part where he like he 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 tries apologizing to her and all this kind of stuff. Well, he apologizes to her once while they're at the lake again. Yeah. Um I don't know if that was maybe no. the, maybe the capture the flag happened before. Um, it could have. And but like he tried he tries I know he apologizes to her at the lake and then again at like a social event and just tries to like get her back and she finally like is towards the end of the movie, but like it kind of leads up to something. Um, something. She, she finally <laughs> relents and says, "Like meet me by the lakeside." But we have a lot more, so that's the re- that's something. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I, when she says that, that's when my fucking uh, my fucking the hair on the back of my fucking yeah <laughs> perked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um. Yeah, because he tries to apologize to her multiple times. Um, we there is a scene where you you find out that this like bitchy camp counselor named Meg is also like she's been hitting on the main well the main guy is like talking to all the counselors and is just like okay we'll just you know we we got this big event like let's make sure we keep an eye on Mm -hmm. all our kids and it's kind of you know trying to keep an eye on all everyone they're having like their big like festivities or whatever yeah and so he's also telling um, them that like I guess a few of the counselors have the night off, and one of them has to go camping with like hit the some little, of the little kids, the littler kid group. But one of the ones that has the night off is Meg. Yep. So she like corners the the owner and is like, "Hey, remember what you said? Remember what you said? You still owe me dinner. Do you want to go out like, tonight? Oh yeah, oh yeah." And so she goes to like the you know the girls' cabin. It's like, "Oh, why do you look so excited?" She's like, "Oh, it's a secret." Um, there's well, like no, a, she says it's a date. She does. A she does the date, but she doesn't say who. Um, because you know a little shady um but she goes to like the the shower and there's like a line of girls and she's like is the are the showers on like next door they're like yeah they're still on so she goes next door and like starts showering and then we get this awesome shot where it's like it's like a dark hallway and then we just see a door open and then we just see this silhouette of someone standing there with a knife and then you know she's just showering and this whoever it is walks up and like stabs her through the wall and like drags the you knife see the, you down. see the knife dragging down as like more blood comes out it's like spraying from yeah. the wall and then um you know oh um in the meantime the main the like bitchy girl is like trying to like she's trying to you know get her mac on with this guy yeah and at this point um the the camp counselor is like wondering where the hell is meg Cause he's like walking around the social event. He's like, has anyone seen Meg? It's like, no, no one's. Oh, seen not the counselor, the owner. The owner, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, where's Meg? I don't, I don't know. And like, the, he goes into like the, I guess the the bitchy woman's trying to get with, like another dude. But she's not supposed to have men in her cabin, so. So he hides underneath her bed, and he comes in. The owner comes in and is like, hey, have you seen Meg? Like, a, we were supposed to meet a while ago, and she's like, I, last I saw her, she went to the uh, showers next door. Yeah. So he goes over there, and by the way, this is this this section is when the movie like fucking. We're in the like third act. This is when this the movie is, uh, goes 
fucking mental. And I'll tell you the exact moment I always get like start to get very, very uncomfortable when the movie, movie just goes fucking deranged. Yes. Um. Because yeah, like, he he goes next door. He finds her dead body, and you see like a giant fucking cut down her back. And he's like, "I'm gonna get this mother. I'm gonna get fucker. him. I'm gonna I know. get this. I had fucker. him in my hands, and I let him go. I Fuck. had him. And then you see like one of the camp counselors. He like takes the he he takes the kids out to like the woods to camp. This is uh, seriously. I don't. The last fucking few like the last like twenty minutes of this movie is great. This director goes off the fucking rails. Oh, it's so like, fucking great. He does great. shit that, like, no other fucking director so fucking great. would ever touch. They wouldn't even fucking dare. Oh, it's so fucking great. Like, it is so fucking, like, off the rails, uncomfortable, like, horrific, disturbing shit. Like, I, so I'm, 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 was legitimately shocked the first time I saw it. Well, he, he takes, he takes the kids and they, you know, they, he, he, they they go like in the woods and there's a few of them that are upset, um, but they all like lay their sleeping bags down or whatever. Well, and, like it does foreshadow because one of them's like wielding an axe and the like, counselor's not a toy. like, "It's not a toy. Like let's get this going because the counselor doesn't want to be there." No, and then um, this is when like the the kid tries to apologize to Angela again, and she has like her back turned to him, and, and then she just she's just like, "Meet me at the meet me at the lake after like after midnight or whatever." But it's just like, this is what my fucking, this is when I get disturbed because I don't know what it is, but like she has this look on her face when she says that. And when you've seen the movie, <laughs> you know, because when she says it, she has this look on her face where it's just like, it's like a sinister undertone to it. Like meet me at the lake after midnight. And then he like, he's like, yes, hell yeah. I'm going to fucking get laid. Um, it's like, but yeah, then um, the uh, the Ricky goes and um, he goes to, like the social hall to get some candy. Yeah, and he's like walking through the woods, and the fucking owner attacks corner, him, corners him, and attacks him, and then just like fucking orangutan, fucking <laughs> yeah, he... like fist stomps him into the fucking ground, like a fucking deranged madman, just yeah. fucking like like fucking ape pounding the ground while the kid's on the ground. Yeah. It's fucking insane. And then he's like, he like looks like, I did it. I gotta get out of here. He's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. And then um, the fucking camp counselor with the kids, like there's two of the kids and they're like, it's too cold. I can't sleep. He's like, all right, let's go back. I'll take you back. I'll come back for the others. Uh, and then he like, he like takes them back and he kind of looks at the other ones. They're all asleep. And he's like, okay, it's fine. Well, and it's so fucking disturbing. You see like the vision he's of the, the POV of someone as they walk away, someone and like just steps through the woods. I hate this scene because you see all the little children sleeping in their sleeping bags and you see the fucking axe in the fucking in the yeah. fucking bottom of the screen and the scene just cuts and you're just like fuck no fuck this movie and then the um i should i should remember how did they okay yeah so the fucking owner is like running through the woods and he like walks and he's like walks into an opening and i i love it cuz you see a fucking archery thing Little, yeah, little target. He's like, oh, oh, and then he like, he's, he's like, like, oh, it's no. you. It's it can't be you, and you it just see be. someone like twirling a like an a, arrow, a fucking arrow, and that just goes straight through his throat. Um, and <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, then there's a fucking scene where the main bitchy girl is like, she's like in her room, 
and then the fucking door opens, and it's, like, this, like, figure silhouetted, and it's, like, the way they film it, it's, like, it's, like, a total fucking, like... Well, because the bitchy girl's, like, curling her hair. Yeah. Well, the way they film, like, the person in, like, the doorway is, like, a total, like, mindfuck, because it's almost, like, they film it in such a way that makes you think, like, oh, is it, is it Angela? Is it Ricky? I... Like it's it's like it's like they 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 did it in like a way it's like well, who the fuck is it, is it Angela or Ricky one of them, but yeah then she's like I can't see you what the hell are you doing it almost looks like Ricky but it could be Angela yeah it's like they they, they filmed it in a way to like fuck with your head like, well because the they show it? it like silhouetted in light so like but you, like the hair and the like light the, is behind yeah. them so it looks like so the hair is not quite right and the face. You can like make out, but you can't tell which one it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's total. Weird. It's a weird like. It's a very again, cool trick. It just fucks with your brain. It just makes you uncomfortable. But she's like, I can't see you. Like, what the hell? And the door closes, and, and like the POV shot comes closer, and she's like, What the hell do you want? And then they, just because <laughs> they fucking falcon punch her, and knock her out, and then you see them take the fucking curling iron. And, you and put a pillow over their head. And then you see, like, they, they film this whole thing in, like... Shadow. Yeah, you see, like, a shadow of the curling iron, and then it goes down, opens up. Then you hear, like, this <sighs> burning noise, and her screaming. You know, use your imagination. Um, and then her hands come up and, like, you know, curl. Yeah. <sighs> and then you see, like, the bed move, and, like, they, they, they just shove the body under the bed. And then, like, push the, t- the bed uh, back to the wall. At this point the camp counselor from the woods he gets back to the woods and he looks and Dude, you see all the bodies of the children and there's just like this fuck that like i swear to fucking like i don't like this movie goes from like just a fucking mild paced fucking slasher to like a hundred real fucking quick it's like, just deranged it just like it's fucking so like just deranged and this like like i mean i i don't it's horrific in like a, a you know, decent way, but like, not to say like I want to see that obviously, but like, it's just so fucking weird how we got to this point because there was like, there's no like real like triggering thing that happens. No, but like it all fucking but it leads just, to this. It just it just culminates in madness because the fucking counselor sees like four sleeping bags just like covered in blood. Yeah, covered in blood, and you see like you see like bloody like heads too like it's it's like it's like all at nighttime and kind of dark but you can like make out like bloody heads and shit and he like throws up and he's like i gotta get help i gotta get help and you, you see rick you see um oh no so i guess it i fucked up my fucking timeline um because i know you see there's a shot where you see ricky like with, with his candy like walking past one of the counselors and you hear a phone conversation and he's like what what are you talking about? What happened? Oh yeah, and that's when the fucking but, yeah. owner corners him. But yeah, um, they you know the guy like calls the police. The cop shows up. Um, they're all like, they're all talking about how there's a killer on the loose. They all kind of separate. There's like two counselors each, and then two of them find Ricky like half alive on the they ground. Find him half alive. Um, they find the body of Meg. Um, and they're all still looking. And then. well like they're they're looking through the woods and he's like shh do you hear that and like you can hear like faint singing this is so and he's like fucking good he's like do you hear that singing oh it's so fucked up (laughs) good shine a flashlight and then you finally see 
like Angela leaning over Bob, Bob like so the the boys like and head she's in, is her, in lap. her lap and it looks and she's singing and like just and she's twirling. naked you, you can tell she's naked they're yeah. both naked she's just twirling his hair it all looks very innocent it looks innocent like maybe they're just enjoying a lake she's like singing like a lullaby to him and they're like they're like Angela are you like are you okay and like she and then you get a flashback yep. this fucking deranged shit her mother the adoptive the aunt who adopted her yes is like oh you know I'm so glad we could have a girl and it's like this fucking like weird this whole scene is a fucking masterpiece honestly. Like, like you look well uh, when I was sent a boy I didn't I didn't really want a boy and I thought you would be so much better as a girl yeah it's like but, but it's like this like it's like this 360 shot and it all looks so fucked up cause like when it's like the fucking little kid is covered in bandages too he's covered in bandages and he's like looking down well, they don't tell you that until, like, the end of the scene, because at first it's just like, oh, I'm so glad we could have a girl, and, like, you can be an- you're an angel. I'll call you Angela, and, like, all this kind of stuff. Like, but, you know, I was just kind of upset when we first got a boy, because we already have a boy, and that's just, we couldn't have that. You know, we want- We needed to have a girl. But it's like, the way they film it is so fucking disturbing, because it's like the whole room looks, like, empty, and it's, like, bathed in blue, and it's there's, like... like- there's like like it's like cold breath coming from her too like the whole thing is just again it's that thing where like everything's wrong and because everything's wrong like your brain gives you the fucking heebie-jeebies just watching because you're just like what the fuck is happening but then yeah they're like we could not have a boy and then the kid looks up and then the flashback ends and the fucking head (laughs) rolls onto the beach uh, and then th- this is the most like insane shots. <laughs> well, it's just like the, the okay. The, it's Angela like screaming. She's not screaming. She's doing like th- this is why it's so like fucking a growl. Yeah, this is why it's so fucking disturbing because it's like she does this like weird like growl and like her mouth is like she, you know what she looks like if you've seen the mummy. Yeah. Like the 1999 mummy that, like... Her mouth is, like, wide fucking yeah. open. Like, all the way, like, un, almost, like, unhinged jaw. Yeah, open. like, unhinged open. And then, like, the camera's like, oh, my God, it's a boy. But then, like, you get this shot where it, like, pulls away, and it's just her standing there completely fucking naked, knife in hand, and, like, dick out. Well, like, covered in fucking covered blood. Covered in blood and just doing that, like, weird, like, <sighs> like... And then it's just like, they're just like horrified, like, oh my god, I can't believe it. It just fucking ends. Well, it like goes into this weird green filter and then ends with just like the fucking frozen image of her like growling, unhinged jaw growling. <laughs> this Fuck. ending is so fucking great. The last like, the last half of the movie is just so unfucking hinged it's just insane it's deranged like it's fucking deranged I've, I've rarely seen movies go that fucking hard at yeah the end i don't of even fucking movies yeah i don't know like this is i would i don't even you have to see it because the ending to this is one of the is it's one of those horror endings that just fucking creeps me the fuck out every time yeah it's it's fucking insane like sometimes like you get certain directors who just they somehow through some black fucking magic 
they just conjure up some fucking imagery that's like you just like like your brain's like why is this so disturbing but there's something about it yeah like the growl that weird fucking growling noise the like the look on her face the flashback the fact that it's so quick too like that scene if you time it it's maybe like two minutes long yeah but it's so quick that you don't even like get that but one of my favorite little tidbits and it also makes the scene fucking disturbing as hell is they made a perfect replica of her face like the actress's face they made a face mask of it and they hired some guy to stand in the freezing cold dick out and they had him wear her like face mask that's how they got that scene because obviously it's not her right it's not the actress because again this is one of those this is one of those rare unicorn movies where you see full fucking frontal male nudity in it too yeah um i think the first time like i saw i think the first time i heard of this movie like i think i heard that like like in a lot of places obviously this scene was fucking edited to shit because they couldn't show fucking dick on screen i guess but like yeah they hired some guy they made a perfect fucking replica of her face screw like doing that weird expression and they made him wear it in the fucking freezing cold just stand there dick out that's fucking mental and it's fucking such a mental it's effective though it's really fucking effective no it's fucking effective like i'll be honest it's like it's almost like too effective yeah i'd agree because it doesn't look bad and it's funny because like we watched it in fucking like we watched the fucking hd version and it's fucking crisp well i think it like it has like a weird like in the in a good way has like this weird like uncanny valley effect Mm -hmm. to it where you just you can't like really comprehend well because it's like the disconnect of like her like feminine like face on like a very clearly male body just standing there and and the thing is like I, I mean, you can fucking rewind it and watch it, but I swear to God, when they fucking film the dude standing there with the fucking knife, his fucking body doesn't move. Yeah. Too. Like, it's just like a goddamn mannequin standing there. That's what's so weird about it. The whole thing is weird. Like, it's so fucking, yeah. Every, it's bizarre. Like, it's just like every image that's being put into your brain is wrong. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like, you, like, just get the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's like it's like that thing when you see something you physically can't make sense of, and your brain like almost like goes into like a fight or flight response. That's the ending of this. Well, because you're like just overloaded with all this new information, and that then you makes have no sense. Very to you. little time to comprehend yeah. it, and the movie just ends. Just drops this fucking atom bomb on you. All right, shitty to pretty. What would you give this? Listen, this is a. This is, I, I don't even need it. This is the easiest 10, 10 I've given out in my life. This movie is fucking... It's so fucking good. Uh, no, I've not seen the sequels. We might watch We those. will watch the sequels. Um, um, I'm not going to lie. I mean, listen. Good luck topping that ending. Because um, that's... Uh, <laughs> fucking crazy? Yeah. Because it's like... The thing is, like, it's a good movie. Um, the first, like hour and 10 minutes or whatever like it's a fun movie it's a fun slasher it hits all the beats it's got fun characters fun dialogue like it's a fun slasher movie um with like a very 
slight undertone of disturbing shit. Yeah, and then it just goes full fucking But then, disturbing. like you said, that last, like, 20 f- minutes, 15 minutes of just, like, endless carnage and just, like, deranged insanity, it pu- it pushes this to such fucking heights that you're just... Well, because without that, it probably would have just been kind of like your average slasher movie, to yeah. be honest. and it would have been fun, but it wouldn't be Sleepaway Camp. Well... The director just totally... The whole film crew just went fucking off rails. They went like fucking they, bananas. They just fucking went just ape shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, like... I don't know what the fuck... You got... Like, yeah, the fucking... The the kids being murdered. The like, fucking, like, little kid being beaten half to death by be, the fucking... Like, by the camp. deranged camp owner, like... Yeah. The fucking scene where she's like, oh, meet me at the camp. Meet me at the lake after midnight. Like, the whole thing just, like... Everything just builds up to this fucking crescendo. Of just insanity. insane and really good. It's fantastic. Like, I mean, beyond that, like, the acting's good. The kids aren't annoying, which is always great in a movie. Honestly, about, like, honestly, every time I watch this movie, I'm always surprised because, like... I don't know. Like, I love... Like, I, I adore Friday the 13th. But, like those are like the the campers in those are definitely like adults more every time i watch the movie i'm always surprised at how young most of the cast in this is but they're not annoying they do a really good job i would say like i will say there there is a i mean for a movie that's like it's kind of funny because like i swear half of this movie is fucking like teenagers and kids and they swear like sailors and i love it (laughs) yeah it's great but yeah i mean i would definitely recommend this one um yeah, like there's not too much else to say about it. Just a damn good slasher movie. It's a with, fantastic with slasher. With a just fucking incredible ending that like you do not see coming from. There's no anywhere. way. Like there's no way. There's no way anyone could see that unless they've seen it. Unless you've seen it, because honestly, there's really no indication. It's just. It's fucking insane. <sighs> but yeah, definitely watch it. We have a job to do, though. It's the end of '83. We got a list. We always have a list. We got a list going. Best of the best. Well, sorry, let's start. Worst of the worst, best of the worst, and then best of the best. Yes. Okay. So, worst <laughs> of the worst is pretty fucking easy. I mean, I'm not... Like, listen. 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 You guys fucking know what the fuck it is. I mean, I would hope so because we hated this movie. fucking movie that we've watched this fucking... In, the, in 83... It's fucking the Boggy Creek 2, and the legend continues. It's just worthless. There's just, there's nothing, there's nothing redeemable about this movie. It's just a worthless it's just, waste. It's, it's like an hour and 32 minutes of fucking nothing. No one even dies. A deer died. Oh, I'm sorry. A deer, you're right. Didn't, am I, I, I thought... Wasn't there at least one death? Or am I don't I think there. I don't mind? think there is. There might not be. I think there is maybe an a, an implied death, but never on screen. I think that's all we got was an implied death. I think there's an implied death, which is probably what you're thinking of. But yeah. there's not like there's no not an one actual actually dies on screen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, in like literally an hour and a half in a horror movie. Yes, no one dies about Bigfoot. Bigfoot. It's fucking stupid. Don't watch it. Just fucking ignore it but that's the worst of the worst no i the the, this one of those movies that like you struggle to find a single like there's literally no redemption there's no redeemable aspect no there really is there is no there's nothing good i can say about that movie and that's why for me it's worse the worst yeah 
Um, no, it's worthless. What would you give for uh, best of the worst? I know what mine is. Because um, it's fucking hilarious. Because my, my mine is also hilarious. Because um, I'm an 11-year-old, apparently, on the inside. Uh, so am I. I mean, I mean, the movie I'm naming might as well have been made by a fucking 11-year-old. An 11-year-old weeb. Because mine is Bloodbeat. <laughs> well, Bloodbeat, okay. Okay, listen. Bloodbeat, it's fucking... Uh, listen. Listen, it, a movie about a samurai ghost thing who that that's also like extremely sexual for no reason like you remember the scene where she where yeah the samurai stabs people and she comes she comes when he stabs them it's fucking weird because for some reason she and the samurai have a connection you know i read up a little bit on that movie did you know they chose the samurai outfit just because they thought it looked fucking cool like i said an 11 year old weeb well and then (laughs) The fucking ending with the fucking dramatic like oh yeah the fucking battle of the powers. Just like this is a fucking just like swirling fucking like ancestor of World War Two fighting. I knew you'd come. What the fuck? Oh, that movie is that so is some fucking weeb shit. That is some weeb shit. That, that you know what that is? That is some weeb shit plus cocaine plus dick. Fucking bloodbeat. Now I was gonna say, "Suffer, little children" was it's hilarious up, up there because that ending, and uh. the the ending with the fucking superpower beatdown between Jesus? Jesus Christ and the you know it's funny because it's funny because I swear to God, blood beat. <laughs> fucking suffer little children the endings have very similar they vibes. do there's always this like epic showdown between the ultimate Good powers and but it's just... because i had so much fun with it and that fucking the the vegetarian like scene where they eat fucking aliens <laughs> and how everything looks like a fucking penis um listen the deadly spawn i'm sorry takes it for me because Holy shit. The fact that they thought that that alien looked good and wasn't fucking problematic is the most hilarious shit on the planet. Listen, sir, for me, I have, there's no problem at all. It, it only adds to my joy of the dick monsters attacking grandmas. It was fucking awesome. On their vegetarian brunch. It was hilariously bad. I fucking loved the Deadly Spawn. Because of how bad the fucking... Now, the effects were good, but the monster design? Holy shit, dude. Listen, we got a, we got, we got a, we got a kid um, hero, too, which was surprising. Yes. We had a, a, a child versus dick monsters. Yes. We got, an ad- we got adorable miniatures. We got it all. The fucking ending with the fucking miniature, and he's like, "Whoa, like uh, you won't believe the size of the one I found in the fucking mountain." The, Comes out of the, the yeah. The dick erupts out of the fucking mountain. Like, di- you, you can't, you can't fucking, you, you can't. Uh, they did it. They did that. They did. Now the hardest one, though, for me at least, was best of the best because we've had a lot of good ones. We, I mean, our last three especially were fucking great. We had Psycho 2, Curtains, and Sleepaway Camp, which honestly... It's funny, like, we have three fucking banger slashers. 
Now, I loved Un- of Unknown Origin. Great movie. G- really good movie. That was a contender. Um, Mausoleum was pretty good. Mausoleum was... <sighs> but it, it wasn't as good as like these. Mausoleum was but... more like trashy good, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's fair. But... Um, Shout like, out to the Final Terror. Yeah, Final Terror was good. Like, there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, I think... Okay, so I was thinking about this as we were recording this. I don't know whether to go with curtains or sleepaway camp. Just because I know what I'm going with. Like Psycho Two is really good. Like don't get me wrong. Fantastic movie. And I the ending is really good, but I just like and the ending just is fucking rock solid because it's again it's it's like sleepaway camp but like less insane because it like subverts your expectations and yes. you have no idea what the fuck is going on. And then just Norman Bates hitting a fucking woman with a, a shovel. A grandma with a shovel. Just Great. fucking pile driving her with a fucking shovel. And, you get like, the, and, you, and then it ends with a fucking metal album cover. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. So you get that. But honestly, Curtains like subverted a lot of my expectations. I had no idea what to expect going into it. And it kind of had that, that creep factor. Like mm. It was pretty creepy. There's a lot of like this very disturbing imagery in it it's a great looking movie like there's a lot of fucked up shit that goes on in that movie um the fucking the the sleazy fucking the director scumbag director that sleeps with all his stars and shit and is fucking horrible and gets fucking pile drived into a fucking window and like (laughs) uh it's great but i don't know like i love how there was like two murderers and shit like that mm-hmm. so i thought curtains was really good but sleepaway camp has a special place so i'm gonna hear yours and then i'll, I'll make my final decision because okay. i want to i want to know what yours. well is. mine is mine is sleepaway camp um because i agree with you um psycho 2 is, um, is fantastic a fucking amazing sequel that honestly it's like it's one of those sequels that like has it's better than has any right to be yeah but not only that for me for me personally it it's a fucking perfect sequel curtains is a banger fucking banger visually just if it was a cake i would eat it visually just beautiful um and like the plot's great the whole movie's fantastic but sleepaway camp it's just like it's such a for me I love slashers and it's such like a like a quintessential slasher where it hits all those beats that I love from 80s slashers and then you get to the ending and it's it just pushes it so fucking far out into the what the fuck territory that I just I think it's 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 super close it's super close. Yeah, it was for me too because I didn't know what to choose because I like both of them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But I think I agree with you. Like Sleepaway Camp, I don't know. Just like something about it. Like when I first watched Curtains, like I'm trying to compare when I first watched both of them, mm-hmm. right? Because Curtains I saw on the podcast. Sleepaway Camp I watched that one Halloween. Mm. I think you recommended it yeah. to me. Yeah, it was. I think I think they put it on Prime for like one Halloween. And I was like, okay, or you, or, or it's probably all, always on Prime because you have yeah. Factory. So I was like, okay, I'll watch Sleepaway Camp. I've heard a lot of good things. I'm gonna watch it. And I think honestly, if we're going by sheer just horror movie standards and how good the movie is, 
I think Sleepaway Camp because it made me feel way more disturbed than Curtains. Like, Curtains did have that certain... The thing about Sleepaway Camp is it's, like, it's funny because, like, I almost... It's almost, like, cozy for me. Like, it's kind of weird, but, like, a lot of 80s slashers, like, I, I it's, they, they almost give me, like, a cozy feeling. And the, like, well, Sleepaway Camp, like, the camp vibes, the fall vibes, like, the lake it's very kind of cozy almost. Yeah. And it's like, you, you're watching it and it's just like, it's, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a very fun movie to watch for me. Like it's genuinely fun. Like all the quirky dialogue. Um, but there is that like menacing, disturbing, fucked up, like undercurrent through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the ending and it's just like boils over the top. Oh, absolutely. And, that's as, honestly, I'd probably say Sleepaway Camp too. I think that's like 1983. Like we had a like, lot of I, good I, movies, I'm not joking. But... I could watch Sleepaway Camp. <coughs> I could watch it every year. I'm not even joking. Like I think it's that good. It's one of those. It's just. It's a fucking. It's up there with like those great yeah. these slashers for me. No, I agree. Um, that's I, honestly, I agree with you, and that, that's probably why. I, I just slightly above curtains. Yeah. Because Curtains is a damn good movie. It's a fan. Curtains is a great movie, and it looks fuck. God, this Curtains cinema, is very the overlooked. Cinematography is so fucking good in Curtains. Like it's so fucking visually striking. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, is it Curtains? Like I mean the the fucking ice skating scene. Yes, yeah. banger. It's banger. so striking, and like that's. Uh, I love I love Curtains, but yeah, Sleepaway Camp is just quintessential. Like it it. It is such an overlooked slasher movie. No, yeah, it's it's such like I don't know, like the it's one of those slasher movies that like y- you just if you're into this kind of shit, I'm sorry, you you cannot you can't it. ignore it. You can't not love it. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're into like Friday the Thirteenth and like Nightmare on Elm Street and all and like '80s slashers with like their weird concepts and like quirky dialogue and all this shit, you have to watch Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree 100%. The fa- and the fact that it's, like, it was low budget and it was made. I mean, people forget this at this point. But Sleepaway Camp was not studio made. No. It was low budget. There's no big names in it. Everyone was pretty much a fucking nobody. Yeah. That just makes it even more, like... No, I agree. I think it's it's a lot... It is. It has that more, like indie movies can do it you know oh yeah you can and listen y- indie movies can look fucking great too because yes yeah, because the cinematography in sleepaway camp is still really good yeah it's very yeah like i can't even i can't even imagine watching it in anything other than fucking high def because right watching in high def and like those those colors hmm. yep. they be popping definitely so yeah, that was 1983. We got through it. Uh, 1984 is next. Oh, baby. Probably got some good ones in there. Probably got some really shitty ones. So, uh, you know, we'll see and you'll listen. So, uh, You will listen. Yeah, that's pretty much it for 1983. Closing the book. We got uh, Sleepaway Camp. Never fucking watch Boggy Creek 2 in your life. Don't ever fucking do it. It's a waste of time. Um, and then uh, <laughs> check out Bloodbeat. Because holy shit. And, uh, you know, if you're feeling, you know, up to it. Hey, listen, Red Letter Media ripped us off. Yeah, they did. They they talked about Bloodbeat. Yeah, they also did The Melting Man, too, recently. Yeah, they ripped us off. So, we did it first. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> true. We watched well, we watched I mean, the orgasming samurai movie first, and we watched the Incredible Melting Man first too. I mean, if you technically want to go that far, yeah. So facts. I mean, have they watched a lot of movies we've are going to watch? Unfortunately, yes. Yes, but just ignore that, okay? Ignore that fact. We we beat them to two movies. <laughs> we beat them to the orgasming samurai movie, okay? Um. <laughs> That's all that matters, goddammit. Orgasming Samurai movie. Just the fact that you can say that, and that's The fact that you can say that, and that is a movie that exists. No, that actually happens in the movie. Yeah, I think think the first... I think when we watched it, I was like... I was... In my head, I was like, am I I imagining this? Like, am am I dreaming right now? Like, am I actually watching this unfold? Or if you want to see a bunch of dicks attack people, go watch The Deadly Spawn. Yeah. Um, if you just want to see dicks attack people and the, the one of the worst designed aliens I've ever seen in my entire life, please go watch The Deadly Spawn. Yeah, just put it, it is it, hilarious. Watch Bloodbeat and The Deadly Spawn and you'll have all the um, sexually charged cinema. One is intentionally hypersexual. One is unintentionally hypersexual. I know. So Unless someone wants to tell me, you know that they purposely did it i doubt it i thought they i legitimately think they thought that alien looked fucking awesome they just wanted to make like a warm looking thing but you know when you add a mushroom tip dicks and kind of veins it just doesn't look right just Mm. doesn't start to look right you know but uh for good for them for they mostly come out (laughs) at night this has been will this has been alex and we will talk to you all later Bye. Bye. I'm gonna go penetrate myself. Hypersexual samurai I'm gonna ghost. Harakiri myself. Fucking sexually. Dick alien. <laughs> <laughs>